Unboxing a 15-inch Surface Book 2 with one terabyte SSD as a rental from Groover. So Groover is a company that is in my country available and what they do is they rent out notebooks. The reason I rent out this notebook is because mine is in repair. So therefore let's see what is also in the package. We have basically the shipment thing and it costs me for one month of rental which is what I calculated the repair will actually take in terms of time it costs me 145 euros which you would argue is quite expensive and it is but the option I would have otherwise is to have no notebook what I tried oh this already looks really nice what I tried in the last few days was to use my Galaxy S10 with Samsung DeX as a notebook replacement but I soon had to realize that this was just not working properly so let's just see what is in there I also for quite some time actually considered the Surface Book 2 as a very nice thing I could potentially get as a notebook. I also have basically a Spectra, uh, a 15 inch Spectra and so the Microsoft Surface Book is basically a pretty close competitor just with the main advantage that it actually has a detachable screen which is very nice. Uh, the main downside from this or why I actually went with the HP Spectra has multiple reasons. So one of these reasons is the fact that if you have a detachable notebook like this then the problem is that, that it is not as stable as another notebook. So with the hinge for example on the HP Spectra you can just take the screen flip it to the back flip it back so it's pretty rough and it also is pretty durable you could say with something like this where you take off the screen you have more moving parts and therefore more potential risk so therefore um, these are it's not therefore but I'm just continuing with what I was trying to say it's the Microsoft Surface Book 2 15 inch why the 15 inch because I need the bigger screen because I use it as a secondary screen on my setup which I actually showed in multiple videos and I probably will also show when I actually install this and then later on in the video have this basically here as a second screen it has a Windows 10 Pro my current notebook has Windows 11 and also other notebooks have Windows 11 but when I made Windows 11 as basically a criteria online in Groover then there were almost no notebooks left so it seems that I have to work with Windows 10 which is also fine with me even though the dark mode is very nicer in the other one it has an Intel Core i7 processor it has the GeForce GTX 1060 my Spectrum had the 1050 or the 1060 with 6 gigabytes of RAM and 1 terabyte of RAM which means that I can use my normal uh, my normal setup with about one terabyte of storage on my notebook. So let's actually take a look at the package. Um, it's pretty heavy and it also is not... So these are not new because these are actually rentals. So people actually send them back. Um, you can actually rent them. So I also figured I could potentially just rent my notebook for basically my uh, business, which would be something that would also potentially make sense. But um, only and I think in the long term if you stick with a notebook for like two years or in my case now three years then it potentially makes sense to buy it because of course you are paying the company because the company is an intermediary in between you and the actual manufacturer of the notebook which has to be paid in some way or another therefore you are basically paying the company as a premium just in terms of economics um, it is actually pretty pretty hefty cartoon and well not 
it wouldn't have to be this thick, I guess. It could also just come in a, in a normal box, but this would of course not be such a nice unboxing experience. So here we have now the Spectra. And no, it's not the Spectra. Here we have the Windows logo. And I actually tried this a few times already in the store. And also it is quite heavy. That's also uh, another factor you have to consider, I guess. And so now let's actually try this. And I took this basically as an opportunity to try an alternative notebook. Also potentially I figured I could now get a gaming notebook and not one that has a detachable screen or is a two-in-one that actually has the benefit of a pen being attached to this. What I also am realizing right now is that at least until now there seems to be no pen. I don't know if the pen comes with this or not. In terms of Let's just take a look at what it looks like. So it is pretty, pretty, it weighs a lot. But also my other notebook weighs a lot. And also this has a different screen ratio, which has benefits, but also has downsides. And I will continue, I guess, to discuss these. So it has kind of a good feeling. It is distributed evenly, which is kind of nice, I guess. What I also heard is that at least some part of the processing is also in the actual screen. Because it has to be, because if the screen works without basically the keypad, then it has to work as a standalone device. So what you can do now with this device is that you can rotate it up to a certain angle and then you have to actually switch it over. So this only works if the notebook is on, otherwise the hinge only extends as far as this which is also uh, another downside, less flexibility. Because if you only can extend it as far as this, if you just, the Spectra for example, I can lie completely down if I potentially want this scenario. And then I also can take it and just move it back on the hinge. And here I have to press a button and then it takes a few seconds every single time. I will probably not power it on at this point in time. Um, it's also just the unboxing. Maybe I will make an actual review after I used it, but my now biased opinion of not knowing anything about this device actually, apart from the fact that it runs Windows 10 and it has these specs, will actually not make that much sense, I guess. So let's just take a look on the outside of the device. And another factor, of course, is that I will try to restore my original data from the Spectra onto this device, which I also previously discussed. We have, apparently, again, Windows Hello cameras, infrared, which is very nice, I guess, and is also quite an industry standard. I actually don't know if it has a... It apparently doesn't have a fingerprint sensor, so the Spectra also had one as a direct competitor, you could say. What I really like is the simplicity. The Spectra has a number pad, and my previous Spectra, I had another one before, didn't have a number pad. And the nice thing now is, if... So, if your notebook does have a number pad, you have to type off-center, which means then that this pad also has to move off-center, which makes the whole notebook asymmetrical. And since I, at least to some extent, or an, at least until very recently, until I bought actually an external keyboard, which is the MX keys, until then I typed completely on my notebook, even in a two-screen setup. What this meant for me is that my whole desk is symmetrical and the notebook was not. So therefore you are always kind of off-center and then you're looking onto the main screen and being off-center. So having things symmetrical is just something I am really looking for. And this is symmetrical. So 
in terms of how portable this is, there is also another downside, I think at least, which is that there is this gap in between there. And this gap in between there means that there can be potentially a lot more stress onto the hinge. Because if you think about it, if the gap wouldn't be there, then any pressure that is applied to this would be distributed evenly among the surface towards the other surface, basically. But if there is a hinge, and this here, then the hinge is one contact point where the pressure actually can relieve itself onto the rest of the device, and this here. So now if you press here, then what you have here is Let's say you have something sticky in your backpack, for example, or you stick something against it. What happens is actually that it now bends in the middle because there is no pressure that pressures against the middle. So therefore, I think this might be a potential downside in terms of long-term durability. The hinge seems to be very well made. We have one, two, three, four different, different parts where the hinge is actually made out of. And of course, this is kind of a engineering marvel, you could say. So it seems that there is basically the part in the middle, in the center, that moves. And the other one, I actually don't quite understand how it works because it is also, as you can see, it is very round. With other hinges, I think it often is clear, at least on my Spectra, it was clear that it is just a hinge. And then if this is the hinge, the notebook can rotate around the hinge. But here it seems to be another mechanism because the center of rotation seems to be moving as you close the notebook. And this is maybe what makes this also so difficult to produce. Another main factor why I didn't decide actually for the Surface Book 2 at this point in time. So this is the 2 version. I think there is also already a version 3 which of course is the newer version, but this one was just available and the other one was not. And the Surface Book 3 actually had only the 13.5 the inch, so it would have been the smaller one. In terms of opening this notebook up, what seems to be the case that there is this opening up thing you can get in. It also has a kind of a, a MacBook wipe, even though it has a different color, so it is a I think a unique style. I really, really wanted at least to try this in the past until I eventually settled on the Spectra because the design language actually really spoke to me. I, I guess, as I already mentioned, the main thing that got me away from this were, first of all, something I haven't mentioned yet, the price. Compared to the Spectra, this was just pricier. With the same specs, and this is then mostly the same computer, I guess, apart from the ports and maybe the design feeling, uh, this was significantly more expensive than the Spectra. The Spectra cost me the first one I actually bought with one terabyte of SSD at this point in time. So this was 2017. I think the Surface Book was already out. The first one actually cost me around 1.8, so 1.8K. Then the second one cost me also a little bit more even because I also opted for the two terabyte SSD. And the first one already had a, a, a an older graphics card, I think the 950NX or something like this. I'm not entirely sure about the naming. And then this one already had a built-in GPU. And then the Spectra also came out with a built-in GPU, which in terms of the Spectra is the 1050. Here we have the 1060, which again, of course, doesn't mean that it will be basically magnitudes faster. Of course, I can expect kind of the same processing power. Another big factor that actually is a downside of these very portable two-in-one devices or 
I, this is, is not even a two-in-one. It's much more a tablet that is also your computer. And just this intrigued me actually very much. I think it would make sense to still, within the unboxing potentially, remove the screen and see actually how the screen is, how I am able to handle the screen. Because another potential benefit of, at least temporarily for me, using this device is the fact that I can try basically using this device as a showing device for videos. So therefore I can take my HP pen and draw on it and I can then just show it. Of course I have to work it out with the mirror and, and so on and the focus is also something that is potentially more difficult. But this is just an option you don't really have if the base of the device is always connected to the tablet of the device, the screen. So therefore on my HP Spectra, if I actually would have taken it, then it would be a really big brick, just like this is a very big brick. Of course, I could also use this, and the HP Spectra in comparison has also the problem that it has very large screen bezels, at least the version from 2019 that I have. Whereas this one, of course, it doesn't have the thinnest bezels, as you can see, but the bezels are significantly reduced, at least compared to the HP Spectra. This also means that the overall footprint of this is, in terms of thickness, I think, it is a little bit thinner, at least on this side, not so much on this side, probably. But I think even the Spectra could be... I think the Spectra is probably on this side, because the Spectra has things that stick out in the bottom, for example. And, the, and just the simplicity of this. Just this being basically a sandwich made out of two tablets with a keyboard attached to it and a hinge attached to it. And it just also feels so nice. Um, it would be very nice if they offered a completely black version or a matte black version because I actually don't really like um, things to be distracting having colors as you see on my shirt and also the background. I think it just makes sense for things to be things and therefore not attention grabbing in terms of color. Of course, if you want to bring yourself to work more potentially, then something fancy that then has something like this color, for example, is then attention grabbing. And it grabs your attention whenever you enter your studio, for example, or your workplace, and so on and so forth. In terms of cameras, the cameras on the HP Spectra are not that good. There is actually only one camera, and here, as a big benefit, because this is a tablet and also kind of works as a tablet, we have two cameras. This now means you can take pictures, potentially, with this, or also detached. What we also have, because of the tablet form factor is we have the power button on here which is potentially also a downside because maybe you don't want the power button up here which is a little bit of a of a stretch and what you also have is the two volume rockers here now the keyboard itself this is a sound that is very well engineered i guess people spend months potentially years potentially since the evolution since the invention of the keyboard itself, optimizing the haptic feedback of something like this. And apart from the Spectre, which is also on a very high level in terms of in terms of haptic feedback, this is also on a very high level of haptic feedback. It was actually also one of the main points that drove me towards considering the Surface, because it just felt so nice. And so now, again, this is just choice architecture. If you want to write, for example, and you have to write usually on a computer, emails, it doesn't matter what you write. The nicer it feels to write, the more over time you will be engaged to write, actually. And so having something like this, 
I think makes sense. I can actually move it closer to the mic and press a few buttons. There is kind of a deep bass to it, which is very nice. And the device doesn't completely vibrate. It's just a perfect combination of this click, but also this click with a with deeper frequencies. So I think they done, have done a very nice job. It also has backlighting. I think the HP Spectra has two different modes of backlighting, two different levels of backlighting, one that is a little bit brighter and one that is not so bright. Uh, the touchpad now does also feel very clicky. You can click it at any point in time, even though these points on the bottom work a little bit better. So there's a little bit more travel on the bottom compared to the top but you can also potentially click it at the top, as you can see, and here, here. This, I think, is also a very nice design feature, as I already mentioned, but just it is just a very good made design overall, who no English better might even say it is a well-made design. And just this being so simple, and actually I think it's almost exactly 45 degrees, yeah, I guess so, and then just also this being rounded, it just is overall a very nice design product. It feels good, it looks good, and at least in theory, should also perform good. There is no big thing you can discuss in terms of design, other than the fact that it is just very simple. It feels good, and I am now risking to repeat myself. In terms of where the headphone jack is, this also might be a potential problem. So usually in notebooks, the headphone jack is also a mic input because it usually, similar to phones, at least in the past, historically on phones, there was also a mic input because you then couldn't connect a headset, which also has to have an additional signal to the normal stereo signal. Therefore, it is TRRS usually and not TRS, which is the standard that is just the AUX standard. Now, now here, if you connect your headphones, and you have this like here, and then your headphones go out, and then you connect them to your ears, they are, first of all, not symmetrical. Second of all, they you see them all the time. So they are visual noise. If you take a look at your notebook at any point in time, these will stick out. Apart from this one instance where you would potentially connect something, and then you would connect the cable and have it run down here, and then potentially to the back of your screen. Now let's discuss the rest of the parts. And this was also a potential downside of this one. It only has one Thunderbolt part. And I guess this is actually Thunderbolt. I don't know whether this is 10, 10, 20 or 40 gigabits. If it is Thunderbolt, potentially it has 20 or 40 gigabits per second. If it is only USB 3 or 3.1, then it usually has the 10 gigabits per second specification or potentially even only having the one gigabit per second specification. So I just looked it up or tried to look it up, whether it is 20 gigabits or 40 gigabits. So if it is a Thunderbolt, which it seems to be, then it should be 20 gigabits, but I actually didn't really find anything now. I think in the earlier ones it wasn't even, even Thunderbolt, but it seems to be Thunderbolt, at least according to the listing on Groover. Now, I actually have now the page from Microsoft, and it says here, it has an SD card reader, which we already realized or didn't have realized or didn't realize so there is a full-size SD card reader which is I think here or is this actually the charger which is something we should figure out soon it seems to be the charger yeah there was also this thing about the weird charger Microsoft offered which is kind of a similar to MagSafe we actually will try it out shortly so my head looks very big which I noticed so now here is the SD card slot then we have two USBs which 
are seemingly USB 3.0 and then this just seems to be a USB-C and so USB-C is of course only the form factor which means that we probably have a 3.0 certification on this even though on the Groover website as I mentioned it said Thunderbolt. Now I am not using Thunderbolt because I don't have a hub which would cost around 350 and I still haven't find haven't found a hub and I also just wanted the portability and also what I found is that I am not I don't use the bandwidth that I would potentially need if I had a hub basically so for me this just doesn't make a lot of sense right now even though connecting my drives at least to my Spectra usually is not very consistent and I usually just end up connecting it over USB-A. So we have the rear-facing camera, we have the power button, the volume, Windows Holo, face sign-in, front-facing camera, headset check, and we have the detach key, which is the key you can press in order to detach the notebook, and we have the Surface Connect. So let's actually try to see what is else in the package. One thing is, first of all, this little bag here. And this little bag here, if we unpack it, I don't actually know what is in there. I also don't know, so this is just a guide basically, which nobody needs. Of course it looks nice to have two packages in there. And here, I guess, will be the charger. I actually just asked myself if this charges via a normal USB-C port. And we could actually test this if I connect it already to my hub, which also comes connected. So my hub then connects to my monitor, which I will show shortly. So let's see if there is any light that turns on. It doesn't seem to be the case. I actually don't know if it has a charging light, but at least currently it doesn't charge. What is also worth mentioning is that it only has connected about 15 watts right now, at least the hub, and so therefore maybe I should use a more, a more powered one. This one is actually connected to, I think, 30 watts, which is also a little bit underpowered. The Spectra actually doesn't charge when it is on below 30 or 45 watts, actually, because then the notebook uses more then it gets charged and therefore it doesn't charge. But since this is off right now and it doesn't show a charging indicator, I guess it doesn't charge over USB-C. Well, so maybe let's try to see what is in the package of the charging cable. We have a very long package. Everything is in white here. And now, regarding the size of the charging brick, it is in terms of if you are also considering something like renting a notebook, it is a little bit scratched, but I don't really mind. Of course, these devices are not new because otherwise the, the company would only have to buy new devices all the time. So let's take actually a look. So this here is the charging connector and this here connects to this here. And this is actually quite nice. It is kind of a MagSafe situation. Of course, now if you connect this in this into this direction then the problem obviously is that it blocks the USB-C part so therefore you can actually only connect it in this direction. Now if you charge it of course there are now two batteries here because we have two independent units. Of course the keyboard unit is not a unit that has actually a screen but of course they work together as one unit. So 
Now, if I take off the tablet portion, then the tablet also has to have its own battery. So therefore, uh, if you combine those two, you first need to, I actually don't know what the charging direction actually is. If we have both hooked up to the keyboard and the keyboard is basically connected to this charger. And what happens then if I connect the notebook, how much, not the notebook, but the tablet, how much is distributed to the tablet and how much to the keyboard, which would also be an interesting question I could potentially look up and then tell you in the review. So here we have these typical normal things and there is also not anything else in the package from Groover. I can actually take a look. No, that's, that's everything. I don't actually know if I have to keep the package from Groover. They didn't tell me to keep the package. So I could potentially dispose it. And what happened actually with HP Spectre, with the HP Spectre, that I got a box from delivery. So that's a very convenient solution. This charging cable seems to be quite short, but I already like the fact that for one, this connects with this standard here. And this standard is kind of the European normal standard without the additional security pin. My normal HP Spectre needs the security pin. Now, in terms of flexibility when traveling, you can have a multiplier for these very easily. Uh, I could also potentially show you. So this is the normal European thing, at least German thing. Some countries still have different ones. And this has the same two pins, but it has the additional security pin here. And it also is, I think, connected to the ground or something else. I am not that sure about it. But the problem here is that if you are on the road and you have one of these multipliers, these multipliers are very big and you cannot fit them very easily into your travel bag. But a multiplier for this one is only this big and I actually have two, but they are connected to my setup. Therefore, I didn't want to completely destroy my setup. Now, this is very nice because it makes the notebook much more travel friendly. I also like the fact that this is just a very good size for a brick. Um, the HP brick, for example, is rounded and this is just a block. It is a block and it is, I don't know. This is potentially also useful because then you can use this to charge your phone and you don't actually potentially need an additional multiple, multiple USB charger. So now let's actually try to power it on and then see what the screen actually looks like. Of course, I guess what the screen looks like. Another benefit to, to this one is the fact that it comes with, so now I have to press the power button here, it comes with a higher resolution screen. It is not only 1080p, but somewhere in between 2 and 3K, I think. It is not 4K though. My HP Spectre had a 4K. So now it didn't turn on. So I assume it is just not powered. As I was trying to hook it up, I realized that the whole thing here is actually quite short. So we have this cable here, which is one, two meters. And then we have this short cable, which is pro probably 40 to 50 centimeters, which in total is not a lot. So therefore you probably need an extension cord if you have not a socket next to where you actually work. So I just had to connect it to a different socket than I would normally use because it was that short. Another problem is because the end cord is just 40 centimeters, what do you do with the 
with the thing, with the, with the power brick, that is not the power brick, but actually the charging device itself. Because if it is only that short, you basically have to store it somewhere along the socket. So if your socket, for example, is on the wall, then again, you can only use the device if you have an extension cord or you let it hang off, but then potentially risk long term that it long term works. So now let's connect the charger again, since it is such a satisfying experience. And now let's try to power it on. And it powers on very nicely. It shows a black Windows logo. And that's about it. Now, what I would try to do, as I already told you, is I try to restore it. I try to restore my normal working environment with the thing that I saved my image basically on the Spectre. Your device ran into problems. What else could have happened to a Windows device when you started up? <laughs> also, I think I just remembered that it actually has fans also here, which you can see these grills. These are not only the speaker grills, I think, but it has the normal fans basically on the base here. And it also has fans for the tablet itself, I guess. I'm still waiting for the notebook. It has been a minute. And now it powered on. So now what I can potentially show you, apart from a white screen, is the fact that now I can press the detach key and try to remove it, which is not working, probably because the system is not running yet. So therefore, oh, it says I can detach it, actually. No, I can't. Very sad. Since the next step is now to recover the notebook, or try to recover it, I guess there is not much more 